Welcome to the Whiskey After Work podcast. This is where booze meets business. I'm Doug Shaw, owner of Peach State Business Brokers and Advisors. And I'm Melissa Hergert, owner of Brain Train Centers. We are serial entrepreneurs that love to learn from other successful professionals and love to drink whiskey. Hello, Melissa. <laughs> no, you can't do it like that. I just did. <laughs> Hello, Douglas. How you doing? Good. How's your week been? Busy. Busy, productive, or just busy wasting time doing bullshit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Both. Good job. A little bit of everything. Good, good. I would like to welcome you, Melissa. Oh, thanks. To the Whiskey After Work podcast. Mm-hmm. Coming to you live. Kind of. Recorded. <laughs> From the Low T Nation studios on the Marietta Square. Home of the Two Wolves. <laughs> so stupid. Brought to you by Brain Train Centers. Yes. Peach State Business Brokers and Advisors, mm -hmm. and Keystone Realty, and anybody else who would like to pay us. There we go. I, I will take. I will take advertising. We will take sponsors. If, you're willing, if you are willing to attach your business's name to this shit show, <laughs> true. <laughs> which is a good time to remind you <laughs> that the opinions <laughs> on this show are uh, the opinions of the idiot who said them. Not of any business that's sponsoring this. Not of any businesses associated with this. Pretty much it's just the jerk who said whatever it is that upset you, poor little thing. <laughs> and if you get that upset and that offended, there's a lot of other shows that you can listen to on Spotify. Yes. That won't piss you off like this one might sometimes. Sometimes. But Not if you want to get educated. And a little laugh here and there. Yeah, you want to have yeah. fun. Maybe loosen a little shit-faced. Yeah. Have a drink with us. Yeah, then hang out. It's probably going to be fun. Yeah. We have um, a unique guest with us today. Mm, what episode <laughs> are we on? Oh, Christ. This is like 11. Yeah. I mean, we're getting along here. We are. I, don't, I mean, this is like infancy compared to our guest today. Yeah. And uh, he is, um, our guest today is Dave Roberts. And uh, he is a pretty well-seasoned podcaster. Um, he's a business owner. Uh, and... Uh, he is, uh, he's a veteran. Oh, cool. It's even better. Yep. And guy is originally from uh, Florida and uh, moved on to Georgia and was in the Army and he was in PSYOPs. He was like a, yeah, mm. fuck with your brain kind of guy and uh, was a leader in the, in the military, a non-commissioned officer and I'll let him talk more about that stuff in a minute, but... He's been all over the place. He's been in banking. I think that's where he met his much better half. And uh, he uh, he's in the HVAC business now. And that's pretty much all I've ever known him as is Dr. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's his business, Dr. Cool. And, um, yeah, he's a great guy. And I'll talk to him a little bit more about all this other crap that he sent me and let him tell us about it instead of me reading it. Yeah, that's so Dave, more entertaining. Why, why in the hell would you lie to your listener <laughs> and say I'm a good guy? Oh, because we're going to talk about some things that um, will actually prove it. And, and if you if you put up with him all these years of being friends, you got to be a little bit of a good. He person. didn't have a choice. It seems like that's the yeah pattern I, no, with the friends that you bring on. It here. absolutely is. I mean, we get intertwined with these other business owners and these other friends, and then you're like, you're kind of stuck. True. That's how that's how I felt when I met you. No, you didn't. You could have ran. Yeah, right. And then you just kept coming back. <laughs> well, it's not like you cannot run them. True. <laughs> I probably could. I don't know. I don't know. Start bumping those gums. Are we going to the gym tomorrow? Yeah, we are. Oh, it's yeah. on my calendar. Did right. you delete it off yours? No, I'm putting there. you on the Stairmaster again. No, it is there. Working those non-existent buns of yours. <laughs> what are you going to do in the gym besides Ooh. just hang out in the shower? Stairmaster. He feels real manly on that. <laughs> I hate that thing. <laughs> Oh, my God. He loves it. The burn. I'm going to have him, like, doing the Stairmaster, and then you kick backwards while you go up the step. <laughs> like oh, a little <laughs> gazelle. Gazelle. <laughs> you know, you might sprain your fat. <laughs> <laughs> that is the pot calling the kettle plunk. <laughs> <laughs> and for oh, those no, I, I'm fat as hell. No, yeah, got... neither of you are. 
Yeah, what did you, you said something about one time that you can't sprain fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, pe- people ask me, uh, being in the HVAC business and uh, uh, working in attics, in, in 150 degree attics, uh, well, how did you get so fat working in attics? Because <laughs> you sweat water, not cheeseburgers. <laughs> true, true. That is true. So tell us a little bit about you, Dave. I was born a poor black child in Mississippi. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. <laughs> yes, Naven. <laughs> David Craven. <laughs> you got my name tattooed on your ass? Way more people will see it there than in the phone book. Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Great movie. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah. It's one of the few from the 70s that actually stands up today as the jerk. Uh, mm-hmm. You couldn't make it today. No. 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 Uh, my, my background: uh, I'm, a, I'm a two-time graduate of the JFK Special Warfare Center and School. Uh, went for psyop school and also went for uh, language school, which was a total waste of the taxpayers' money because <laughs> I don't remember much of it. Uh, it, it. People ask me, "What did you do in the army?" Eh? Mostly beer bongs. Nice. Nice. That's why you went to the Army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If I, if, if I wanted to be a professional, I'd gone in the Air Force. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what part of Florida are you from? Coral Springs. It's, it's a suburb of, of Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Uh, grew up saltwater fishing. Uh, my father, I'm a Delta brat. My father working for Delta, mm. the, the natural progression as, as you come up the corporate ladder is to move to Atlanta. Mm. So beginning high school, uh, we moved to Fayetteville. And you, you want to talk about a difference. We moved from living on a, a quarter-acre lot in a neighborhood in uh, Florida to five acres in the middle, in Fayette County. Mm. And it, it, that, that, that was, that was a, a big difference. The, uh, the weird thing is, in, in my school in Florida, I was average. They wanted to put me in gifted classes when I got to Georgia. No, oh, that's Georgia education. It, it, it's only funny easy. because it's true. This is why I don't e- want my daughter going to Easy Memphis. Ohio. That's <laughs> true. And Melissa, I'm sorry. Uh, Doug and I have known each other a long time. You, you know, I've met a couple times at, yes. at, 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 at different things. So, yes. So uh, I, I will bust Doug's plums. Good. I, I, as I do all my friends. If 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 I don't if I don't bust your balls, we're not friends. True. True. And if I ignore him. It's just normal. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You don't ignore me. You yell at me. No, I don't. No, you don't yell at me. You just you just silence the phone. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> do not disturb. So, I mean, you get out of the military. How many years were you in? Uh, total uh, between active reserve and guard, I've got 10 years, mm-hmm. more nice. or less. Um, I thought I missed it. Uh, I've had both shoulders reconstructed, my knee uh, re- reconstructed twice, uh, so I, I couldn't jump out of airplanes anymore. Mm. So I thought I missed it, went into an MP unit with the a, with a Georgia National Guard, and got, promptly got sent to Katrina. Oh, lovely. And uh, that, that, was, that was enough. Mm. That, that, that was enough to, to realize I didn't really miss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, Katrina, what a mess. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've... Uh, we found we found bodies and stuff. Okay. Uh, that that didn't bother me. What bothered me was 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 the animals, the dogs that that hmm. that, yeah, that that bothered me more, more than anything else. Uh, it took it took probably two weeks coming back just to get used to the the smell being back here because because there hmm. everything smelled like decomposition. Oh, that's sad. So so coming back, it, it was it was it was really weird seeing colors again because everything was gray it was covered mm. in river silt and and the smell you know it, oddly mm. i was living in atlanta at the time and oddly enough, oddly enough atlanta didn't stink as bad as new orleans did mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. well we had been down quite a few late years later after katrina and the amount of houses especially down in the ninth ward where they were still, they had the, the paint on the front where they would go through and they would mark the houses, whether it was all clear or whether there mm. were bodies in them. Oh, and um, so you would go down the street and you could see them clearly marked. 
Wow. If they had found bodies in those houses. And I, it's just the amount of the amount of death. Yeah. I think what in just in New Orleans proper there was a couple thousand dead. Wow. Yeah, there was a uh, a retirement home or assisted living place mm. where all the nurses left and thought they would be back be back the next day and the power went out mm. and all the residents died of uh, either dehydration or or, uh, uh, or heat exhaustion. Oh, that's um, But you know, it's the the funny thing is, it was it, it was still a good time. So so the number one thing we we rescued were liquor bottles. Oh, oh Lord! So w- when we got off work, we'd take the liquor bottles that we quote unquote recovered, and make hunch punch with it. Oh boy! So my wife Yikes. would call me. She's she's watching you know Fox News and and uh, people are losing their minds about about gunshots. All that. She's what are you doing? Like having a cocktail? Oh boy! <laughs> so when you weren't working, you were drinking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I mean, how else do you deal with that shit? You know, the, the thing is, is everybody talks about <sighs> New Orleans, and New Orleans didn't get by any means the worst of Katrina. Um, that was Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, mm-hmm. but the levees breaking and, and Lake Pontchartrain coming back down into the city was really what, mm. you know, where all the damage came from. Yeah. So you, you, you dropped out, you, you're done. You, you got, when you were done with your bit with the national guard, you're out. Yeah. That, that was it. That was my first time in, in traditional forces. You know, I, I, I spent most of my time in, in special operations. Wow. Um, so it was my first time in traditional forces and I didn't like it. Uh, when I was when I was in special operations, when I was psyop, someone asked me to come do something. I can't remember what it was, and I, I was sitting I was sitting on my rucksack, and uh, and he guy outranked me. He he came over, and said, hey, "I need you to do this something." I just looked over my arm patch and said, and just shook my head. <laughs> so they they go and they grab my sergeant and go, "Hey, we were trying to get trying trying to get your corporal to do this." He's like, "What did he say?" He said, "No, well." <laughs> So it, it was it was it was much different being in being on the traditional side. Mm. Um, not that I, not that I was anything special. I I wasn't. I in uh, um, in Syop, I was a very mundane soldier, very ordinary. Uh, when I got to the traditional side, they made me an example. I'm like, mm. this is this is bad. <laughs> so how the hell did you end up in the banking industry after that? My mother was in banking. Um, mm. So PSYOP, on the, on the peace side end, uh, war, the, your, your, your battle uh, mission's different, but it's, it's marketing. So when I came out, my mother was in banking. She worked for Bank South and, and the, the other banks that, that came after that. And a friend of hers was in the in-store division for Wachovia. And I thought I'd made it. Man, I thought I got $22,000 a year. <laughs> to, go, to go work in the Wachovia uh, in, in stores, they were inside Harris Teeter. If you remember them, mm. uh, I thought I thought I'd made it twenty two grand. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm rich. <laughs> but after Wachovia got bought, uh, I, um, actually a girlfriend and I was and I were working for the same bank. I met her in an officers meeting, and we were in Vegas. We got back from Lake Mead, and the red light on the phone was flashing. I had, like, five messages from, from friends and family, like, turn on CNN right now, and realized that what could have been bought. So I left there, went to South Trust. I actually took a step down from being a regional business banker to be a, a, a branch manager, and that's, that's where I met my wife. So I like to say all the banking gave me was a pain in my ass. I, I, <laughs> Sorry, I now that he says this. But Connie is the queen of that house, and don't you ever forget it. Oh, good. And and she runs uh, she runs a branch now of uh, o- she does. Well, it's not Bank of the Ozarks; it's Bank OZK now. But yeah, oh. get, it, get it right, Bank OZK. Oh. Yeah, she, she's a she's a better branch manager than I ever was. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a better person than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she look. I make better choices and partners than she does. This is true. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I, I never proposed to her. What? She told me we were getting married. Okay. Mm-hmm. She gave me the date. And it was it was a year and a half or two years out. And I'm like, ah, she'll leave me for that. It'll never happen. <laughs> and then so my, my toast uh, at the wedding was something like, I didn't think this day would ever get here. Apparently it did. 
<laughs> oh, she's true. she's a tolerant woman. She's, oh, she's right. a very yeah, tolerant. Yeah, sounds woman. like it. <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, um, heating and air—that's not exactly banking or the military, mm-hmm, right? No, after uh, um, Wachovia got bought, then Southsource got bought by the same damn bank. So I, so I, so I was unemployed. You know, I so I went to went to go work for my brother who owned ER Roberts Heating and Air, and just learned the trade. I went to work for him as a salesman, and you know, ended up do, installing and then just learning the trade and. Uh, 2015, I think, I went and took the test, uh, got my got my uh, conditioned air license, and started Dr. Cool. Very cool. So I, yeah, I'm a little different of of an AC guy that, that you that you think of because I'm not mecha- I'm not mechanically inclined. Hmm. Everything I learned, I had to learn how to do because I'm just not naturally that guy. I don't rebuild engines, or I have I really have no desire on the weekend to go restore an old firebird or something like that <laughs> so um how long ago was that when did you start your business uh 2015 april 2015 so you start a heating and air business you don't know a ton about it other than what you learned from working for your brother so how do you grow it wait and then are you the competition <sighs> well he's dead Oh, so, well, then no. So, so. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Jeez. But when you started it? No, no. We, we, we never competed with each other. Okay. It was, uh, w- w- even now, the guy who worked for him, his name is Steve Smith, great guy, uh, owns Metro Heating and Air. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I kick jobs back to each other. Cause, oh, that's Because cool. there's only so much that you, that you can do. Yeah. And sometimes you, you, you know, you're looking at something, and it, it's good to bounce ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, even That's out where cool. I live, uh, Eddie Dennis owns E Dennis Heating and Air, and I'll call him and just ask things like, "What's the going rate for a helper?" That 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 kind of That's stuff. That's really cool. And every, I mean, every single house needs at some point right. heating and air, and no one company could handle exactly. every single one. And that's why there's so many of them out there. But that's something to say about every business out there. And so many business owners get such this mindset of lack. And they're like, no, that's my competition. And instead of just helping each other out, just like you said. like, Oh, I, I've known people that will, when like, if they find out that you do something that mm-hmm. is competitive to mm-hmm. them, they just quit talking to you. They, they, don't, they don't even want to socialize with it's you. It's crazy. Which is, which is stupid. I mean, I I got a call today from one of my competitors. She just called the hey, you know, have, have you noticed this going on in the industry? Or let me get your thoughts on this. I just want some ideas. There's so why much business you? to go. Yeah, around. why wouldn't you? Right. Well, and and you know, you guys are both big networkers. Uh, networking, you never know how things come out. Uh, I'm doing a job for Rick Ross. What? Yeah, that Rick Ross. That's cool. He bought uh, Evander Holyfield's old place in Fayetteville. Wow. So uh, the guest house, which was Evander's mama's house, uh, mm-hmm. is, is we're, we're we're doing the the uh, the stuff in there, and his guest house I think is six thousand square feet. Oh my goodness! That why? I I have not been to the main house. I have not met Mr. Ross. I don't anticipate meeting him. Uh, I'm the help. But the property is is absolutely amazing. Mm. Uh, he's got he's got bison, uh, wow. cows, horses, mm. uh, cars like you wouldn't believe. Mm. I, I had to pull into the grass because uh, a uh, monster truck was being delivered to the property. Oh my goodness! Had to, had to get out well, of he, the damn way. He just Jeez. he just bought Meek Mill's mansion in Atlanta. I've been there and, too, and I didn't know. I don't even know why he bought it why? other than. Because he can. What in the world? And I mean, that was huge. That was, God, like $16 million. Got a hashtag Rick Ross on this episode. Yeah, I'm (laughs) sure he'll be so impressed. Yeah, he's he's already pissed (laughs) at me. He's totally going to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our bid didn't include electrical. Oh. Because we're not electricians. Right. So he he got a bid from the electrician to do what he has to do to hook up our air conditioning to it. And uh, it's like ten grand, and he's pissed. Ah. So he's not very happy with me right now. Well, the electrical guy can't do what you do, so you have well, to no, get the two bids, right? Well, yeah, it's 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 a it's a different specialty, right? Now, 
in your house, if I, if I go and change something in your house, I can hook up the, the electrical we take off. To go and, and run brand new electrical through right. a 6,000 square foot house? No, that's <laughs> no. not me. That, that's not what we do. Right. I, I was down in front of his place, and this was after Rick bought it because I'd been down there quite a few times. I remember when Evander bought it, that house that was his mom's house actually was the house, and then they built the mansion behind wow. it. That mansion, I don't know what it costs now, but when Evander had it, it was a million dollars a year maintenance just to keep it running. That's crazy. Um, it is $200,000 a year for landscaping alone. Oh, well, wow. Good. I'm glad you said landscaping because the landscaping plays into this story. I had a friend of mine and I were driving down, and we we're right in front of it. This huge field in, behind the fence. The house sits way back. This field's monstrous. And over the slight hill in the field comes this huge white-tailed buck. I mean, big, really big. Like, stop the car and let's watch this thing big. Yeah. And it's running up over this hill. Oh. And all of a sudden, you see this old beater Chevy pickup truck come up over the hill and like like out of the movies it flies up a hill and like launches into no. the air and then bounces and it had about a half a dozen landscapers in the back of the bed of the oh. truck and they were chasing the deer why <laughs> no <laughs> to eat it <laughs> no but they didn't have any guns did they no were but it was it was it? it was it was surreal <laughs> oh my goodness i assume everyone on that property has guns yes you can edit this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have, to, you have to get let in by security. I yeah. mean, he's, he's got his own security force. Uh, he's renamed the property Promised Land. Oh. Uh, so the security cars have Promised Land security oh, on, on, Wait, on the side of it. What, what was Michael Jackson's thing called? That, that was Neverland. Uh, Neverland. Neverland. <laughs> Neverland in the Promised Land. Okay. So... Yeah. Well, I haven't seen any little boys out there, so everything's good. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> he hasn't been offered any Jesus Damn juice. It. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now, now the, the now the pool on the main house. I, I've seen that. I I haven't been in the main house, but it's bigger than most resort pools. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a. Big Do people place. like sit outside the house to try to catch a glimpse or anything? It 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 would be very inconvenient where it is. Yeah. It's, it, it's on it's on Highway Two Seventy Nine. Mm. It would be it would be very difficult. Okay. I want to look at something. There was I think at one time I heard there was like twenty five bathrooms in that house. Oh, it's you know, something ridiculous. The the main house I can't remember how many bedrooms it has. Don't some of them have more bathrooms than bedrooms? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of them do. Right? Why is that? You ever want? Do you want somebody going into your, into your room to go take a dump? Oh, I'm no. sorry. Yeah. So twelve bedrooms and twenty one bathrooms. Okay. But and a formal now? dining room that seats 100 people. Why? Why? Yeah, I mean, if, 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 I guess if you're serving Mexican, you'd have a place for all your, all your guests to go. <laughs> That's true. We have Mexican food <laughs> here tonight if you want some. But, yeah, it's, uh, and, it's, oh. and it's still saying that the upkeep of the mansion is over a million a year. That's crazy. It's, and I, don't, I, I really don't know what Evander was thinking. I mean, Rick Ross is not gonna, is, is, has, has income that will come in forever. That and Rick Ross is probably quite a bit better of a business mind than Evander was. Oh, ab absolutely. Mm -hmm. Evander built this place, and his only source of income was getting punched in the head. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and... Lots of concussions. Evander, um, Evander had like 15 kids. Mm. Um, True. And he, and it was the like... So he... <laughs> yeah, do you know the, the brokest people on earth? Who's Pilots. That? What? Because they have five ex-wives and <laughs> ten kids they're paying for. Yeah. Now, I, 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 have, a, I have a customer who's, who's turned into a friend. Uh, he married his high school sweetheart. They have no kids. Uh, the cats, I guess, don't cost them very much. No well, kids One don't. did cost them 500 grand. Um, what? The cat turned on the water walking on the, on the sink, <laughs> and, there, and there was a plug in the sink. It had flooded the flooded. house, flooded the wine uh, wine cellar. No, and this is in a very nice house. Oh, but other than that, he, he is a, a quality individual. He he has one wife, no girlfriends, and no kids, and they do they do very well. Uh -huh. But I also know a pilot that I fish with, um, with four or five ex wives. He made the mistake of telling me his daughter was on Californication. Mm -mm. One of his daughters is an actress. It was on. I don't know if you're familiar with Californication. Mm -hmm. That's the David Duchovny series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Nick is. is a jaybird. It is. Yeah, it is very. 
Very sexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have never told us that. Mm-hmm. Like, had he not told us that was his daughter, we wouldn't have known. Yeah. So f- for the rest of the time we've known him, how's your daughter doing? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's messed up. Damn. Uh, she want to go fishing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> so Holyfield had 11 children by six mm-hmm. women. And That's and his his child support payments were ridiculous. Stupid. So Holyfield now... Is kind of getting cut in on, um, you know, Mike Tyson's got a, his own weed company and edibles and stuff. <laughs> oh, I didn't this know is, that. This is too good. So he now has edibles uh-huh. that are little ears that have a bite taken out of no, them. No, sir. Dead serious. That's Absolutely. Hilarious. They're calling Mike Tyson's chumps, I think is what they're called. Stop it. And he, he cut Holyfield in on the profits because of it. Oh, that's cool. It, it, it was also a a tip of the hat to how good of a fighter Holyfield was and how broke he has been. Uh, I ran into him at, at a Braves game and people were taking pictures with him. And all I could think is kick him 10 bucks to take a picture with him. Stop. Like the Duke hey, used the money. Hey, <laughs> I, I met, I met Larry Holmes. I let I met Larry Holmes in Easton, Pennsylvania. That's where he's from. And I shook his hand. Didn't ask for anything else. I shook his hand and he said, shake it again, but give me some money. And I'm no. like, I am not paying you to shake your hand. Oh my God. So, but yeah, so kick sad. him some money. For I mean, look, look, just, just a thank you. I put a 10, $10 bill in your hand and you shake his hand and say, uh, you know, Mr. Holyfield, thank you. Thank you for taking a picture with me. Because, I mean, look, the dude can use the money. Yeah, he Dang. needs to go do that in front of State Farm Arena where the real, statue is. Is he for real like that? It, he's, it's better now, but yeah, he lost all his money. Why? How? Uh, his his pull-out game kids. is very weak. Yeah. Oh, okay. He yeah. could pull out of a garage. <laughs> his pull-out. Okay, got it. Got it. Oh, I should shit. have got it when you said how many kids he had. Sure. So, you know, something else I know mm. about Dave. He loves bourbon. Okay. Get to the importance. Well, he <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice way to say I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I pay him in bourbon. <laughs> you have paid me in bourbon before. He told us before you got too. here. Yeah, it was good bourbon too. I look back on it and I'm like, you know, at the time it didn't seem like I paid him that much, but now if I had that bottle, it would be worth a lot more. What was it, El- Elmer T. Lee? Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, I, I, I would have brought that, but. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> you brought like a you brought like a standard here today. I mean, this I is like a this is like a go to drinker. Yeah, it's, I won't say it's easy to find. I'll just say it's easier to find than most of the ones people clamor for. Yeah, look, it, it's a, a Eagle Rare. It's a uh, it's a drinker. You know, I I have a pretty extensive bourbon collection, but. Most of those I don't consider drinkers. Uh, you know, I've got a couple of bottles of Pappy. I've got Eagle Rare 17, um, George T. Stagg, and, and uh, uh, Thomas Handy, and things like that. But those those are those are collectors. They're not really drinkers. Um, several of the Old Foresters Birthday Bourbon, but I I just don't like you enough, Doug, to to uncork <laughs> one of those. <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. I'll That's drink okay. Eagle Rare. Um, this is, uh, we talked about mash bills and recipes and that, um, when we had, uh, the maker's mark, yes. Ryan, Ryan Megan, um, this is a mash bill number one from Buffalo trace. So this is a low rye mash bill, less than 10%. So it, in theory should not have a lot of bite on the back end, mm-hmm. but, um, don't kid yourself. This is what is a 10 year single barrel. It's a 10 year. Yes. 10 years. And what's the proof on this? You make me get my glasses out. Oh, it's, oh, 80. Oh, it's, 80. it's eighty. It's eighty. No, it's ninety. Is it ninety? Yes, forty-five percent. Okay, I got it. In, into I the microphone. Yeah, into 40, the microphone. Forty-five percent. Yes. Ninety proof. Yes. Pour it up. Well, let's uncork it. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's. Ooh, that was. He did a good job. That was a good one. Okay, that's enough. Oh, Jesus. my. Look, look, do I, I, not I, even think I about it. I don't play around. Look. <laughs> don't even do it. Be nice there we go. There plenty. we go. You hey. better stop it, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Who brought this guy? Oh, and, and, God. And, and the, the bad I thing is. I got a little lick of it, and my, my tongue went today. numb right there. <laughs> Which, for a fat <laughs> guy, is it's very unusual. For you what? You haven't eaten. No, not eaten today. Oh. You have to eat some food. 
<laughs> I brought food for you. You could eat after this. So, so you looked at me like, we got a fat guy coming <laughs> yeah. in. <laughs> Make sure we have food. No, we bring food for all our guests. Yeah. And I brought really good food tonight. She doesn't like it when I bring the food. No, he brings stupid, gross, disgusting, expired cheese and crackers. I bring charcuterie. Like, no, he brings some bullshit from Walmart that's Look, like molded. First of, first of all, stopping at Quick Trip is not charcuterie. Was, I know. It exactly. was Kroger. I fucking hate when he brings the food. I'm like, I'm bringing the food. I stop and get it from hey, the restaurant. Dave, you know how you get somebody else to bring good food? And bring shit box <laughs> foods. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. the same way. I've, I have not. I've not washed a dish in almost twenty years. <laughs> is you just go ahead and fuck it up? Do a it all times. the yeah. wrong way. <laughs> like, no, I don't even. Yeah, I'll know. just do it myself. If I have to rewash your dishes. Yeah, I reload the dishwasher. So what do you okay. smell? Oh boy. Oh, you're being quizzed now. We're supposed what? to use our uh, wheel. She's getting better at this. The wheel's going to be of no use later. So, yeah, there, there, there's oh. a there's a few bourbons that are very easy heat. This is one of them. Uh, George T. Stag, which is somewhere mm. around 130, yeah, is very very easy heat. Uh, Stag Junior is not. The Stag Junior no, is will smoke your ass. I don't trying to drink love it. the Stag Junior. And the last bottle I had was one. It was one of the hotter ones. It was like 131, 132 proof. And man, I sold that for. I didn't want it. No, you're not supposed to have to put your fist through the wall to get it down. Yeah, it's it was it was rough. All right, definitely some wood. I'm not sure what one, but and also easy now, easy clove. Hopefully some clove? hard hardwood. Yeah, let's smell a little clove. Right. Little leather. Yeah. Oh, definitely turpentine. I think. Turpentine, yeah, yeah. I just go ahead it. and bring you absolute shit. <laughs> I feel like clove for sure. Okay, wait. Can we try it now? Yeah. Cheers. Hit it. So, and the entire glass went down. You ready for another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is. Oh, leather for sure. When you taste it. Yeah. So this is definitely toward the, the spice and the tree side of it. Definitely. Yeah. Spice and tree. Ne- never say smooth. Oh, that is that's a that's an insult. That's, oh. a, that's, a, that's an insult in, in bourbon circles. Yeah, it's a, it's like people laugh about. It. Oh, it's yeah, smooth. Oh, smooth. What do you call yeah. it when it's easy to go down? Um, well, uh, I can it tell doesn't you, burn I, I, a lot. I can tell you what don't, don't even is, yeah. don't even what? Not, not a lot of burn. Just say it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it, how can I put in one it, word? E- easy drinking. Easy. That's good. Easy drinking is fine, but yeah, smooth is one of those things that in like, bourbon circles they're like, because sm- oh, smooth, yeah. That's because we talk about smooth wine. Well, yeah, and mm. it's, it's also, the bourbon community is very douchebaggy. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're the like, bourbon community is? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, very so much the so. the wine community. Yeah, it's, and I'm, I'm of the opinion with, with bourbon, just like wine, is whatever you like, drink it. You know what? It, it feels light. Like it's not as thick as one of the other ones. No, this is this is very. Su- this is a summery bourbon. Yeah. This is one that you could throw a couple ice cubes in, sit Ooh, by the yeah. pool, and and, and yeah. sip on. It's 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 not. It's not overpowering. No, we're, and it's like a little dry. About, and it's a little drier than most too. Yeah, it's right? just a, yeah. And yeah, the we're legs are wide and, and spread and, out. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dry <driving. laughs> It literally made a V like. <laughs> You love Good me. Lord. Chris. I know, I know. Here comes the complaints. <laughs> yeah, right. Skip. <laughs> Skip the motherfucking podcast if you don't like it. <laughs> Damn, you don't have to edit myself on my podcast because we're considered uh, family friendly. Oh. On Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. Oh, we're getting we to that too. Are <laughs> yeah, not. we're. But oh, I, yeah, I do want to hear about that. I, 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 have, I have to come up with inventive ways of saying the crazy shit that I say. Mm. And they, yeah. they will. The. the they have like a don't look at me funny, Kristen, but they have a professional editor <laughs> and he goes in <laughs> and he bleeps out the swear words and stuff. Oh, Lord, no. And Please don't do that. I can do we that. We don't want to do you that. Know, you can do that in, in, in production mixing with this, but I, yeah, why? You see how long the finish is on that? Yeah, those are the legs. Really? Yeah, I was, I was talking about the finish, the, the uh, how long it stays on your palate. The, yeah, the oh, and yes. it's, it and it's not, it's not like it doesn't, it doesn't like have a dead finish. It's got like a long, flavorful yeah. finish. 
You want to sit, Michael? So, Doug, the, the biggest question mm-hmm. I have is how in the hell did you land a hot podcast partner? <laughs> oh, she'll be on next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fill-in. <laughs> And, and, and I told you how I judge women now. Uh-oh. Whether they're breathing or not? No. Oh, no, my no. God, Doug. That's, that's horrible. There's hot, and there's half my shit hot. Yeah. <laughs> What's that's that right. mean? It, she's cute, but is she half your shit cute? Oh, okay. And I told my wife that. She goes, you think you're leaving with half? <laughs> <laughs> she says, you're leaving in a fucking box. <laughs> She's probably calling me to help carry it out, too. <laughs> right. You know, I, I am pretty well known in Paulding County. Um, and there is not a single DA or investigator in Paulding County that will lift a fucking finger and my wife killed me. <laughs> no, none. You'd have, to, you'd have to get the GBI in because there's nobody in Paulding. My own mama would be like, well, he had a good he, run. He probably yeah. deserved it. <laughs> I'm really surprised it took this long. Yeah, 20. You got 20 years out of him? Whoo. That's pretty good. Oh, that's great. So how Doug did... forced me to be part of his life, by the way. <laughs> she walked into so... it. <laughs> so association <laughs> by, by rape? Good God. No. no. <laughs> like, he forced me to be in his life. <laughs> to be his friend. <laughs> yeah. uh, I bribed her with alcohol. True. You can be my friend. I'll give you a, I'll give you a bourbon. True, true. Um, that's te- how you got me and tequila no it wasn't <laughs> no but we actually the first time we talked we, it was about bourbon it was but we met because of uh, um, we were working on Brian Dobbs we're, campaign yeah we were working yeah. on a, oh, a state house cool. campaign together yep first of all the worst candidate ever <laughs> and one of the best guys you'll ever meet <laughs> yeah and, uh, anybody who's listening look up Brian Dobbs Fox 5 oh my god oh. it was the best his his one of his opponents in the primary went and dug through all his had somebody dig through all his internet history and found shit oh, that he no. said on a message board years before on the oh. outdoor on the outdoors trainer yeah give, uh, give, give them some yeah props. you're welcome thomas we're talking about this again um and so it was he made some comments about why he could never have a woman work for him oh no and but they were really rude and just Oh, crass. It, it was, it, yeah, it, it was, it was oh, crude. No. It was just, and so, but the thing what is. What year was is, it? Oh, um, we, the campaign was 2016, I think. Yeah. So the post was from like. The 90s or something? No. no. Like. What, what internet, I don't know po- what internet boards you know of that's alive in the 90s? no idea. I mean, I understand. AOL your, chat. I understand you're, you're probably 15 years my junior, <laughs> but good God. Am I? No. I'm not. I uh, may look young. I'm going to be 40 in August. I'm 46. See? I'm not much. All you young people. Yeah. yeah. He's well, 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 here. well, yeah, and he looks it. Yeah, he does. Actually, he does. That's probably why he wants be, us as friends. We make him Well, look no, better. the fat really fills in the wrinkles. <laughs> getting on Good him tonight. God. Good job finding him. Yeah, he won't be on here again. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> <You're> d- <laughs> Actually, um. we're not even going to post this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this, this is just for us. This what? is just for fun. So, so. This they come out. To, what was the guy's name that came out to do the interview? Um, oh, um, <laughs> had you not asked me, I would. Oh, um, he's the investigative recor- reporter for for Fox Five. Okay. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and so he, Dale Russell. Dale Russell. That's so right. normally, like people slam doors in his, in his face. Okay. Brian's out there opening the door for him and offering to help the, the cameraman carry shit in. Oh my goodness! And so they get on it and they're like showing and reading this stuff. He didn't back down from any of it, and he's like, "Wait, so you're saying that your wife does not trust you to be in the same room <laughs> with, with a with woman another woman?" Employee? I know where you're going. Go and now this is a no. Brian, Brian's a. Like a rotund guy, bald, bald head. Now, now, he's, he's now fat, I'm going to tell short, you, and ugly. nobody has figured. <laughs> n- yeah, but his wife, his wife, is like model beautiful. Really? He has to ask his wife to get shit off the top shelf. Stop. <laughs> but so he hey, re- baby, can you get that for me? He goes. So you're telling me your wife doesn't trust you around women? And he looks right at him and goes, "Well, I am a sexy man." <laughs> It's that confidence no, that got no, him no, there. He's, he's, that straight up confidence. He is, he is probably one of the best people you'll ever meet. 
Um, mm. He is, uh, uh, he's, he's probably been my best friend. Mm. Uh, we met some years ago uh, <laughs> off the outdoors trader, yeah. oddly enough. But he is, he is one of the most fantastic people you ever meet. But, he's, but his sense of humor is fantastic. No, it <laughs> is. Sounds like it. It is in the gutter. I am in Costa Rica in this little shop. Mm. And my wife like, oh, my God, did you see these bottle openers that are carved wood penises? I said, seen them. Dobbs has got like a dozen of them in his oh. office. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, those came from those came from Greece, which I'm I, I'm, I'm going to in a couple years. Where are you, or my, in a couple months? Where, when I'm going to Greece? Are you? Uh, be October. I'm I'm planning to go in September by myself. By yourself? Hell yeah! I already told myself. I already told my wife what Greek means, so she's got to be ready for that. Wait, what does it? <laughs> you want to tell her, Dougie? No. <laughs> tell me. You, you're gonna have to look it up yourself. Damn it. But we're we're going to Athens for a couple of days and then take a a, a G and Air flight down to Santorini. So cool. Do you still fly for free? I can. I don't. <gasps> Why not? Because it's it. Can you pass those over? The standby I, is horrible. I'm I'm fat and I don't fly. Coach. Oh, standby, yeah, yeah, and that's a long flight. It is. Yeah. It's ten hours. We're yeah. flying premium select. Oh, good. I, I don't. I don't. I know it sounds such like a pompous ass. I don't fly coach. Yeah, well, shit. Why? If you don't have to, why do it? Well, it's not that. I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> You're not. I mean, you keep like, saying that. You're like, not like, like morbidly if, obese the, the, or the, something. The, the last time I walked out, I flew coach. I was being flown by a uh, uh, one of my distributors to, to go out to a factory tour. And I could see the look of horror on everybody's face and coach. <laughs> yeah. Open, you do walk down the fucking aisle. Like, in the middle like, of them. Not here. Not here. Please, dear God, not That's here. That's hilarious. Not here. <laughs> And then it's and almost then I, the same way you feel as when you see somebody carrying the screaming kid down the aisle. Uh, oh my yeah. god, not beside me, True. please. And then True. I sit down and I'm like, cool, there's middle seat, middle seat's open. And then a guy fatter than me, I'm like, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> and yes, he had to have my seat. Oh he no. was he was they they stuck the two fattest people on the fucking airplane right next to each other. I'm surprised. I'm surprised the airplane didn't just turn right the entire time. It was like tilted the whole time. So so finally, I just the guy was like putting his elbows together trying to be polite, Aww. and I just finally had to tell him. I said, "Look, man, it's okay if our arms touch." Yeah. We're not dating. <laughs> We're not cool. going to cross yeah, them and if, rub. If, 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 <laughs> if, 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 if our arms touch, it's not gay. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, so um, that's awesome. <laughs> if you want to hear the softer side of uh, Dave Roberts, uh, you can listen to his podcast. Yeah, let's hear about this. When did you start it? Why? I didn't start it. Okay. Uh, it was started by Matt Lowe, um, Jonathan Giles, and Jessica Salagi. Um, Do I ma- know Matt Lowe? Do you know Matt Lowe? Oh, yeah. Doug knows Matt Lowe. Yeah, I know Matt Lowe. I think I'm friends with him on Facebook or you something. Might, you probably are. Okay. Me. Yeah. What's he do? It's a good question. Doug's wife. Oh, oh, that was on call for. Now, you know what, Dave? You crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I've crossed the line. Yeah, she will after, listen to this at some point, and you're not allowed over at the house anymore unless after, you're fixing after, the air after conditioning. After 10 years of being friends, now I've crossed the line. Yeah. Okay. No, so, uh, uh, Matt is a, uh engineering manager for uh, Ericsson's. Yeah. I, I think I'm friends with Okay, so anyways, they started yeah. So it. so they started the, they started the podcast. Matt is big into politics in Paulding County. He's mm. a he's a big L libertarian where Matt uh, where Doug and I are probably small L libertarians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um Yeah. But they they started the podcast. Uh Jonathan is a super good guy, but he was not great with editing. So he left and they were looking for a host. The first time Jessica heard my voice, she just busted out laughing. She said I sounded like Alex Trebek. Really? <laughs> yeah, she just busted <laughs> out laughing. So I, I did the show with the two of them for a while. Matt dropped off because he's got seven kids. You want to talk about not being able to pull out of a friggin' driveway? <laughs> seven kids. Seven. No, thanks. Yeah, I mean, like. All, by, all by the same woman? No, it's a blended family. Yeah, it's, oh, it's okay. a Brady. It's a Brady bunch. Okay, family. Brady bunch. Yeah, yeah. But, but to, still. T- to his credit, I have never heard him use the word step. Yeah, Aww, no, they're that's his kids. Awesome. That's he, he's one hundred percent my daughter, my son. Good. Hundred percent. He's never used the word step. He is a, a 
uh, absolute quality individual, just doing podcasts with him is a huge pain in the ass mm-hmm. because he's got seven kids. They, you know, they've got scouts and everything else. Mm-hmm. So he dropped off and Jessica and I did it for a while and Jessica had to step back. And now I do it with uh, Ken Pullen, who is a uh, state rep emeritus. How do you become emeritus? What, how does that work? What is that? It's just former. Yeah. So he was a state rep. Emeritus uh, is just just means former. Okay. So if you're a dean emeritus, means you were a dean of a college oh, okay. or pope emeritus. So okay. he is he is a, a state rep emeritus. Okay. Ken is a super super good guy, and the funniest thing that that I enjoy doing with Ken is he is way more straight laced than I am. Mm. Like Ken is a go to church every Sunday. Uh, he doesn't use words like I don't fuck. You should um, not let him hear this podcast. Oh, oh no, he, no, no, he's, he's fine. He's fine. No, he's, he's, okay. He's accustomed now, but he gets audibly uncomfortable, uncomfortable yeah. uh. with some of the shit that I say. Oh, I'm sure. And it is, to me, hilarious. When I have somebody who, who, who is like that uncomfortable with, with what I'm saying, it amuses me to no frigging end. Mm. So if you haven't That's listened fine. to this, it's called Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. Okay. Um, comes out on Monday mornings. It's about all different topics. Uh, it's mostly about politics in Georgia. Oh, they'll touch on Ooh, they'll touch on I'm national stuff once in a while, but it's pretty. It's from a libertarian slant or That's point of cool. view, and it's which means that you're kind of getting the the center of it, really. Yeah, and we've picked up more national stories now that Ken's on the show and Jessica's gone off. Jessica owns a a, a um, page called the Georgia Virtue. So she is very, very, very focused on hyper local stories. Um, she lives near State uh, Smith State Prison, mm. uh, so she she stays on she stays on that. Um, and the weird thing is, Jessica is one of my best friends. We've never met. Wow. We we do everything virtually, and Jessica and I have never met. I've met her mom. Yeah. I did her mom's air conditioning. Wow. Uh, 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 Kim, Jessica's mom, is 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 is, is hilarious. She, mm. She's she's a great lady, uh, but it's funny that I've met her mom and Jessica. I've never been in the same room together. That's crazy. You guys have to but have they like did. a celebration at a certain. How many episode. how many episodes do you guys? Now you're pushing three hundred, aren't you? We're pushing. We're push, we're pushing three hundred. I came in around fifty. Jessica backed off around two forty ish. Hmm. Yeah, so you guys had almost 200 episodes together. That's, That's yeah. very cool. And, 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 yeah, and, and never met. Uh, you should do a 300 celebration party. Well, she, Connie, my wife, was, was, really je- was really jealous when I started doing it with her. Mm. Because she knows that, that, that I'm attracted to, to smart women, smart people. And uh, Jessica just, just took it over, and now she and Connie are the best of friends. Oh, good. And it just, she just, she just got, she was she a little insecure about me spending so much time, you know, two hours a week mm-hmm. with, with, with this other woman. Yeah. Well, you are a sexy man. I, I am. <laughs> I am a sexy motherfucker. <laughs> I really am. I mean, look, I know, I know, I know people listening can't, can't see me, but trust me. <laughs> That's a reminder. You can hop on YouTube, YouTube or Spotify and let's take a look and take a look at this guy. Don't fuck up the illusion, Doug. Give a rating. <laughs> Swipe anywhere you can get him off the street. <laughs> um, no, I, I, no, I'm ugly as shit. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I'm fine with it. I'm ugly so, and fat. I, I found a woman who's dumb enough to marry me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez, this is your friend. I know. Um, for now. Um, <laughs> Until after this episode's yeah. done. Who said I was your friend? You're yes, fired. I, nobody. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, what's, I mean, that's, a, how, that thing's been on for how many years now? I went on in 2018. So, and it started at least 17, if not 16. Oh no, it was, it was only, it was only 30 or 40 episodes in before, before I came on. So it was 2017. No, it was 2016. You know what? When you and I were working on the campaign, hmm. Matt was telling me about the show that he was starting. Okay. Cool. And I said that'll never work. Mm. So why has it worked? Why has it been on there so long? You know, we we do stuff that nobody else does, and I'm not and I'm not being a smart ass about it, about it at all. 
we dive into to the right and wrong. And sometimes we come off defending the worst people in the world hmm. because, you know, we're, we're standing behind principle. So, you know, we'll come off, you know, defending the worst people in the world. Or in the case of Smith State Prison, you know, we're, we're defending people who are criminals, but they don't deserve to be stabbed and lay bleeding for five hours because right. they, they can't get EMS in there. Right. Yeah. So, right. so we're the only voice for, for, for those type, types of people. Um, I, I've been blessed in my life to, to you know, uh, Brian, Brian Kemp and I know each other. Brad Raffensperger and I, and I know each other. I don't like Brad Raffensperger, but I know him. Mm. But, but, I, but I've been unbelievably blessed to be around these people and my my um re, my my partner now ken i i i am incredibly blessed to have ken ken has from being a representative has intimate knowledge of how things work inside the state house mm. and other people don't you know we we all sit on the outside and we hear stories but ken actually lived it mm-hmm. so it's 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 a it's a different perspective than than most people get because because all they hear are what bills pass they don't actually understand the nuts and bolts of how bills get passed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think too. By the way, the media. Okay. <laughs> the media, um, they you know they only when they're talking about bills, it's always the sensational stuff, and they don't tell the whole story. Like right. there was one bill in particular um, about having oversight over district attorneys. And the media spun it in Georgia like, oh, they want the Republicans want to be able to just override any district attorney, you know, for any reason if they don't agree with them or whatever. And the whole reason that they did it was because they had a Republican district attorney in mm-hmm. Paulding County. That, Instead of just reading it, actually. Yeah, yeah because the about. reason they did it was because I mean, they had a DA that was was uh, sexually harassing and, mm. and, and manipulating an employee. And they couldn't, because he was um, an elected he official. Is a, he is a constitutional officer. Yeah, they couldn't just fire him. You, you oh, uh, there was no way to remove really? him. Jeez. Well, there there was a way to remove him. Um, it's impeachment, and impeachment is is just like you hear about the president. Mm-hmm. You have to indict him in the House, mm. and then have a trial in the Senate. Yeah. Um, this was twenty twenty. So there was a movement to impeach Dick Donovan and then COVID. Mm-hmm. So Nobody was happier about COVID than Dick Donovan. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one of the bitches of it is he, was, he, he needed to get through his term to get his retirement, his state retirement. That's horrible. And he was able to ride it out and get, and get, his, uh, get his retirement. Now, Doug and I know the current DA, who is a I saw him today. fantastic individual. Good. Uh, one of the one of the best men you, you ever meet. Um, Again, veteran, Marine. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I forgive him for being a Marine. Ah. But no, he, he's a fantastic individual. He and I went through leadership, Paulding together, uh, and, and we became really, really, really good friends. But we have a really good DA. But Dick, I don't know, Doug, I don't know if you listened to the tapes. I did. I I listened to six hours of this shit. I didn't listen to that It was Mm. the most cringe-worthy stuff. When a 78-year-old tells a 30-year-old that everything works and I'm not out of practice. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no. It was was horrible. And, And so... And he wouldn't step down because he wanted the rest. He wanted that retirement. Yeah, of and course. Then, yeah, and COVID How actually kept his How long had he been job. in already? Like 40,000 years? No. Oh, no. He, <laughs> but, shit. Well, you have to, with state retirement, you add in the time of being an ADA and all that stuff. Mm. 15 years? Yeah, I think he was there 15 years. Jeez. So. Uh, he was, Dick also was the scariest motherfucker with a gun. No. He carried, Dick was, Dick is, Six seven. Yeah, he's oh, really dang. tall, and carried a three eighty in an outside hole. It was a pocket gun on an outside holster. Yeah, pocket pocket size. Uh, so he looked ridiculous, and then he <laughs> would pull it out 
and just muzzle sweep everybody talking. <laughs> oh and, and my just, god! Uh, he, he just like if where if, is if, he now? Do we uh, care? <laughs> where does don't do we care? care. He's yeah. just he, living. He How old is he no, now? He's, like he's eighty. He's eighty. Yeah, but hopefully he, he's in his home or somewhere. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not and, he's and, not in office, and that's he's all not that matters. In the public yeah. anymore. And 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 Donovan was never was never bad to me. No, he was always really nice. Because to you're me. not a woman. Well, that's true. Well, he was <laughs> trying true. to be nice to her. I mean, he was right. buying her flowers and gifts and I'm all sure. kinds of things. So. Uh, oh, he even took an ad out in the paper. For what? For to send her a message. Oh no. Oh yes. What? Oh, you want you want to talk about creepy level like fifth fucking fifteen? He he took an ad out in the paper that said someday because that that was his thing that someday we'll be together. Oh, it, it was bad. Oh, poor guy. God, you guys call it bad. I call it dedicated. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> this is what business owners are. We need to be consistent. Yeah. Look, so if that's what it takes to get laid, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Just, that's that's too much. I'm work. tired. Um, so enough with asshole Dave and inappropriate yeah, Dave and jerk Dave and loud and rowdy Dave. He's a pushover. He's a teddy bear, oh. and he's also a all this stuff we're talking about. For saying that, <laughs> he is on the board of directors of this great great place called shepherd's rest oh and i want you to talk about that a little bit shepherd's rest is the women's shelter in paulding county oh. it is a faith-based uh, women's shelter the 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 work that dr melton does is amazing she'll go out at two o'clock in the morning and and pick these girls up from from hospitals mm. and the the pictures you see uh, of these women when they come in, it is it is heartbreaking mm-hmm. to, to to see what what these men have done to them. Mm. Um, as 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 jocular as I am, and, and as big, big as smartest as I am, as as much you know, uh, as much comedy as I throw out, there's there is nothing that I that I wouldn't do to to, to help these women. Mm. Um, they get zero state funding because they are considered a ministry. So it is completely funded by donors and and Dr. Melton. Hmm. Uh, she owns the houses that 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 she how she puts the women in. Uh, she teaches them life skills. You know, part of part of abuse is is depriving women of the ability to do things for themselves. So little things like balancing a checkbook, mm-hmm. she teaches them how to change your oil. How to change a tire. Cool. It, it teaches these women that you don't, you don't need a man to do this stuff. This, you, this, this, this is, this is, this is how you do it. And and Doc Melton is is no spring chicken, and and she's out there changing, uh, changing tires, changing oil, and teaching these women how to, how to get along without their abusers. And you know, and it's 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 funny because. You wouldn't look at me, you know. I, I'm I'm six foot one, two hundred seventy pounds, and you wouldn't think that this guy is a big champion for 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 that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. but that is that's my passion. Mm. That you know, we all have to pick one sort of charity or one cause that we really put our put our our backs into. And for me, it's Shepherd's Rest, and it's it's providing homes in a place for the for these women to go i mean uh, I, I i'm lucky to serve with with chad hutton who is uh, uh, the chief deputy of uh paulding county and he will go out at two o'clock in the morning mm. and go and meet dr melton and go and extra- extract these women from these from these horrible situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's amazing so you didn't see that coming, did you? No. <laughs> like trying not to cry over here. <laughs> well, no. Like I say, you don't. You don't look at me and think no. that, that, that 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 that's his thing. Yeah. But but I, I love Dr. Melton. She is she has been so good to me. She's been so good to to my wife Connie. Mm-hmm. It's it, that that is my passion because yeah. look, I I'll trade punches with a man all day long. Right. But. 
that that's that's a line you don't cross. You right. you, you don't you you don't you don't hit women. And yeah. that's that's just one of the things that 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 I was in, that was instilled in me from from a young age. Yeah. That that you just don't do. Part of the reason I'm trying not to cry is because the reason I'm in Georgia was because I escaped that. And I came here with a suitcase. And, so, God, and God bless you. Luckily, I had friends and, uh, well, one friend paid for my plane ticket and my mom was here. So, And God bless yeah. you. That, that, it is, the, the abuse is not just physical. Oh, it's horribly. No. Wrong. Yeah. It's very, uh, and that's how they, that's because so many people are like, well, why don't they just leave? Because, it took me yeah. so long to just leave, and it took my best friend being like, "You're getting on this plane, like, yeah, yeah, it's leave or die." Yeah, and and it's, and you you can talk to it, but when you're in the situation, you don't see a way out. No, and you think you're in love, and you're, and they manipulate you to like, and, one and, di- one second they're hitting you, and the next minute they're taking to a. A beautiful dinner and making you feel like the most beautiful woman ever. And that's the what I was gonna say is when the good times are good, they're so good. So good. Is it's 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 wonderful. Yeah. And and that guy is the most fantastic person in the world. Yeah. And then there's a, a little thing that just flips the switch in his head. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're 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 getting the shit kicked out of you. Right. And you and the problem for uh, for women who are being abused is they're wondering what they did wrong right. to deserve that so, that sort of beating, yeah. and, that, and that's wrong. Yeah, they question their worth, and they question, can I even do anything? Because you are in that situation where you're like, oh, can I even do anything without them? Because you start to lose, I lost my car, my place to live. He didn't want me to work because he was so insecure that someone else would like me. Like yeah, you, you can't go to work. Yeah, you, you don't have any control of your finances. Right. It's 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 uh, it's all encompassing, and people don't realize. You know, they they think about abuse being just smacking somebody around. Right. It is not. It's it's an it's entire not. encompassing yeah lifestyle. That they they control who you see, yeah. How you spend your money, yes. Where you go, yeah. And and it's it's all encompassing, and it's it, you you are a prisoner in your own home, absolutely. So, and you know, my sister just you know she went through a divorce, and and she's still fighting some things with it. But she, he never got physical with her, or you know, n- maybe maybe pushed her or something. But he never yeah. like it, it wasn't a, yeah. a, a battered woman situation, right. but. Everything else, the emotional, it and that's was, how they. You start. can't work. Yeah, y- y- this is the checking account you have access to. Mm-hmm. I'll put money in it when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. You know, here's ten dollars. Yeah, cash here, beg, beg, yeah, beg for money for groceries and stuff like that. And that's bullshit. And yeah. if you're listening, buddy, you know who you are, and you're an asshole. And yeah, fuck you, you and I are going to have words one day <laughs> after you. this. Uh, after after this you. court <laughs> thing's Think over, about with. how bad Connie feels. Yeah, and send you to that prison. <laughs> yeah, so there's you know. South yeah. Dakota is a big state, man. But, you know, we have a women's group on Thursday. Like me uh, and Doug, yeah. me and Doug are on a Wednesday group co-ed where we have business owners that meet up and then we talk about this a lot. And then Thursday is our women's group and our women's group has um funds and things like that that we want to help people just like that like or go out and volunteer. So maybe Well, and I think too is as we start moving forward with uh, more events with Whiskey After Work, because we are going to start bringing back events, we're going to make them all um, charity-based. Because I don't think when we started the podcast, we really intended on making sure that we hit on this every episode, what somebody's why is or what somebody's passion is. Yeah. But it's it doesn't matter who we've had on. Everybody has had some sort of, philanthropic yeah philanthropic charity passion yeah. something that they put some blood sweat and tears into and is you know whether it be minor or major it was always something that was interesting it was always something that was different and yeah. and it always something that made a little bit of a difference and i don't, I don't think it's ever minor true um even it it, it, it just doesn't matter I've, i don't mean it doesn't matter but every it it if if your passion is Supporting Penny, the guy in New York who, who uh-huh. choked out the dude. If your passion is supporting law enforcement, if your passion is is defund the police, it doesn't matter. 
but that's your passion mm-hmm. in and you have a reason for it usually yeah yeah but yeah. that but that's but that is what gives your life purpose right it's yeah. true and you feel part yeah. of something. and i mean that's one of the reasons that i've stayed so active in the rotary is because we donate to a lot of different causes shepherd's rest being one of them i mean we yeah. give thousands of dollars of them every year that's no rotary does does great work uh, yeah. uh, uh absolutely in there and that that's not to be minimalized uh, the the work that Rotary does and uh, even stuff like you guys do uh, scholarships. We uh, we rec- were we were one of the reasons I was kind of running late today. We we went to a nursing home today and we cooked we cooked out hamburgers and hot dogs oh. and we we put together you know clamshell the styrofoam fun. and we served uh, we served about three hundred meals today. That's and, so fun! I need to join. And I was standing so. there shoulder to shoulder with judges and DAs and. And business owners, and but, but, and, but how and much does that mean to the people that, that are in that in that home? They said they look forward to it every year. Oh, so seriously. And we even managed to figure out a way to do it during COVID, although we weren't allowed like anywhere. Exactly. Throw the hamburgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah you slide <laughs> it, it, it was very much yeah. <laughs> but that's so, so. cool. Well, well look, Doug, I know you're. I know you're running long. No, that's good. I mean, we try to do yeah, at least we an hit hour everything. and and we and we hit the things we needed to, and yeah. probably a few things we didn't mm-hmm. need to. Um, and I'm sure that you know they'll, they'll you know there'll be other opportunities that maybe we'll let you come back on. But well, um, Doug, Dougie, despite all my barbs, <laughs> I, 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 I Dougie, love you though. Yeah, Dougie, I, 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 I consider you, I consider we, your brother. We do at least once or twice a week. We get on the phone and solve the world's problems while we're driving in traffic. Perfect. And, uh, so, it, yeah. it helps. Yeah. So, well, look, um, I wanted to again give a shout out to Shepherd's Rest Ministries. You can find them at shepherdsrestministries.net. At the top right-hand corner of their webpage is a big purple button that says Donate. It is a worthy, worthy cause. You can read a lot more about it on their website, but I definitely wanted to make sure we talked about that today. Um, wanted to thank Dave for coming on. Um, you need to listen to his his podcast. It's called uh, Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong, and uh, you can find it on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, I listen to it on Spotify every week on Monday mornings when I work out. I listen to cool. It's about a, usually around an hour or so, and they, they hit some interesting topics, whether it be political, sometimes just some out there shit. Mm-hmm. And um, and Dr. Cool, because summer's yeah. coming Oh, up. God, you know, yeah. It's 88 degrees already. today, and this yeah. is, you know, when it gets hot and humid, these are the days that always the air conditioning breaks. And uh, you better reach so, out uh, to him. Dr. Cool, uh, he's in, in uh, you're in Hiram or Dallas? You're in Paulding County. I'm um, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, so he's in Dallas. How far will you go, though? Jesus Christ. So phrasing. I don't even think about I mean, it. But. I mean, not as far as I used to when I was single. No, it, I, I, I like to say that I'll go across the street to change a filter. I'll grow, go across the country to put up a, a, a shopping center. Okay. It just really right. depends. Yeah, it yeah. depends on the, Okay. And um, so if, if you've got questions, comments, complaints, um, you know, ideas, want to put somebody the on the show, want to be on the show. Yeah, keep not too many. Yeah. Um, also, if you're some? following us, usually that's from people I know. Oh, okay. um, if you're following us, also let me know. You can reach us at whiskeyafterworkpodcast at gmail.com. Um, let me know you're following us. When we hit uh, 100 followers, I'm giving away a bottle of Blanton's. What are we at right now? Do you know? In the 70s Come on for now. followers. I know. Step it up. Did you follow us yet? Of course I do. You're better. When he leaves. Right. <laughs> totally needs to do that. You know, that's a good song, right? You better. You better. So, um, yeah, hit, hit us at whiskeyafterworkpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that you're following us. I'll put you in a drawing for uh, a, a bottle of Blanton's that we'll be giving away soon. Um, other than that, thanks for listening. See you next episode. And until then, cheers. Cheers.